I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create this compliance episode today. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. I would also like to pay respect to the people that have passed down, deepened, enriched the compliance knowledge and wisdom I'm privileged to embody today and share throughout my work as a conscious career coach. Listening to Compliance Careerist, a podcast that provides young and aspiring people and professionals with deep learning opportunities, skills development, and career guidance to help you realize your compliance career goals. This podcast gives you the ability to tap into the wisdom, experience, and expertise I have gained over the past almost a decade now in the field of AML compliance in some of the biggest international corporate organizations to help you purposefully navigate your careers, gain important skills, achieve your professional goals, and set yourself up for a successful compliance career. Dearest you, welcome again. I hope you're doing well. Um, So... Today was pretty much a very long day. I was, at, I was literally entertaining the fact whether I'm going to record anything or I'm just going to skip today. But then I was like, you have, <laughs> you have to get yourself out there and, um, and commit and just get this done. Um, but it's easy to fall um pray to procrastination and feeling lazy and exhausted after a nine-to-five job and trying to just get some proper rest and mental clarity and get some food um but yeah regardless um still um determined to get um to keep this going i know it's been nearly a week since i started this podcast and i would say thank you to anyone that hasn't made it so far uh, but yeah, I'm not giving up. I'm going to push myself to the limit. Uh, I'm going to let the rubber hit the road, as they say. And I'll, I'll, and I'll keep the ball rolling. So with that being said, um, yesterday we've talked a little bit about, well, not a little bit. It was actually quite a long uh, podcast in comparison to all the other podcasts that I made a promise to myself to not keep super, super long so that people would not... Um, I don't know, get super bored, because I know um, when you listen to something that's way too long, you just want to, I don't know, pause in the middle, and when you get distracted, so it's hard a little bit to focus, but it was a bit of an emotional story that I wanted to share, and it's done, <laughs> listened to it a couple of times um, today, um, well, could have been better, but I, I do hope that you did find it a bit more beneficial. But finishing up at least with the history of anti-money laundering laws in the United States, um, there was one final one that I wanted to cover in that aspect, which was the Intelligence Reform and Terrorism Prevention Act of 2004 that broadly affects United States federal terrorism laws. So the Intelligence Reform, um, the act basically was originally introduced in the Senate in response to the findings of the 9-11 Commission 
which was set up in November 2002 to prepare a full and complete account of the circumstances surrounding the September 11 attacks, including preparedness for an immediate response to the attack or to the attacks. It was more actually. So it was basically published. Um, it published its final report in July 2004, including a, a list of recommendations to overhaul the United States intelligence agencies and practices. This act addresses many different facets of information gathering and the intelligence community. And it also basically, in terms of uh, AML compliance, it amended the Bank Secrecy Act, the BSA, to require the Secretary of the Treasury to prescribe regulations requiring certain financial institutions to report cross-border electronic transfers if the Secretary determines that such reporting is reasonably necessary, quote-unquote, to um, aid in the fight against money laundering and terrorist financing. And that's the last piece that I wanted to cover, at least in terms of um, the history of AML laws in the United States. And um, we've got more and more to talk about. And some of these notions and some of these things, if, especially if you're very new to the podcast or very new to... Um, to compliance in general, um, stick around, push the subscribe button. Um, there's going to be more and more content coming up. I'm trying to keep a promise myself to at least deliver one podcast a day. So I'm going to be breaking a lot of these notions later on to simplify what a CDR means, what BSA is, and, um, and just like, you know, give it a bit more flavor as to how that looks like in, looks like in practice um, and what are we supposed to, um, to do in order to comply with the regulations and to stay alert with um, suspicions that relate to money laundering and terrorism financing in general. So keeping this one short, not as long as yesterday's one, I do hope that you found this one also very helpful helpful and informative with that being said i know it's nearly the end of the year um i'll still be here tomorrow but for those that are not going to listen tomorrow i'm going to say um i'll speak i'll speak to you all next year have a good day thank you for visiting us for this episode of compliance careerist Consider following us if you consider taking on development and professional opportunities to help you succeed consciously. And if you know someone who would benefit of listening to Compliance Careerist, please share it with them.